0: Welcome back to another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. It is Thanksgiving week in the States, and it's got me really thinking about all there is to be grateful for, especially looking back on our first full year living in El Salvador. We arrived last November after a nine-day drive from Texas through Mexico and Guatemala with a trailer and our three dogs in tow. And from the moment our feet hit El Salvador soil, it has been an adventure with high highs, Lolos, and tons of learning and growth. Moving abroad was always one of my dreams. Experiencing a new culture, a different way of life, a new way of viewing the world, I always found the idea of that exhilarating. I imagined myself waking up to a landscape that wasn't familiar to me learning a language that was foreign to me, and simply experiencing life differently so I could ultimately learn what I liked best and how I wanted to do life moving forward. And now having done it, it has been nothing short of magical. The amount of growth, self-discovery, and fun I've experienced this past year is hard to put into words. And although it hasn't come without hardship, great things rarely do. All in all, this journey has been nothing short of extraordinary. In honor of Thanksgiving back home this week, today we are talking about five things I'm grateful for this year as we build out the life we imagined for ourselves, the number one thing that made all of it possible, and how you can do the same. Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early and used that knowledge to build a seven figure net worth, quit my nine to five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way if I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July podcast. Are you ready to build the exact life you've imagined for yourself? Are you ready to actually take meaningful action to make your dreams a reality? To set your money up to grow on autopilot while you're out living your life? If this sounds like a goal you have for yourself, I have something you're going to want to hear about. It is my brand new relaxed investors checklist. And this is for you if you want to get started growing your money without having to constantly do things. Use this 14-point checklist to get set up with automated investing. Get set up the relaxed way, then go live your life while your money grows on autopilot in the background. No stock picking required. Grab your copy today at jessicatoller.com relax. That's jessicatoller.com R-E-L-A-X. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. To kick things off, I'd just like to take a moment to reflect on this special year and share five things I'm deeply grateful for. Number one is simply the way of life in El Salvador. From new friends and trying new native foods and attending local festivals where the music is always entirely too loud, but everyone is so pumped to be there, to eating directly from the earth, and I mean directly, like as in pulling fruit from the trees, And raw milk each week from our neighbor's cow and cold showers, which I initially hated but grew to love. Also learning about enough and deep belly laughter, especially with anyone who happens to have one or more gold teeth. And the street dogs who bring everyone so much joy. And riding my dirt bike in the most beautiful mountains, which is something I never dreamed I'd like doing, but literally feels like the embodiment of freedom. I am grateful for all of this and more. El Salvador is an exceptional country, full of kind people with deep wrinkles around their eyes from smiling so much and the kind of beauty that you have to experience firsthand to truly understand. I'm so thankful to be here. Number two. The second thing I'm grateful for is not having a full-time job that's demanding my time and energy, especially during this season of life, because it enabled me to fully experience all of the things I just mentioned. There really is something about being present to truly experience something, and having worked full-time from the age of 21 to 30, I know that working full-time and being physically and mentally present in other areas of life can be very difficult, especially in today's world where we are always connected. Being able to drop what I'm doing to go to the beach to catch a dazzling sunset or to take an entire day off in the middle of the week to go ride dirt bikes in the mountains without having to tell or ask anyone is insanely liberating. Even going to a street festival starting at 9pm on a weeknight, which we just did last night, and not worrying about what time I need to be at work the next morning. Things like that have made my experience here that much better. And I am so grateful for not having to have a full-time job that demands my time and energy. Number three, the third thing I'm grateful for is ongoing communication in my marriage, even when it's difficult. In fact, especially when it's difficult. This is something we learned in counseling. And even when it sucks, I'm grateful to see communication as an ongoing theme in my relationship. Despite all the amazing things we've experienced, this year did not come without hardship. If you've ever moved anywhere brand new, then you know what I'm talking about. Moving to a new place with a new culture and especially with a language that we did not know well came with emotional and financial hurdles that we were not expecting, and there was no way to get past these roadblocks other than going directly through them. And that meant, and still means, communicating clearly and often, even if you're not good at it, Even if you don't feel like it, and even if it doesn't always work, you still have to try, and I'm grateful that we do that. Number four, the fourth thing I'm grateful for may seem a bit strange, but I'll explain why this one made the list, and that is not having a house payment here. I mentioned financial hurdles before, and this is where item number four comes in. If you've been following our story, then you know that not long after we moved to El Salvador, we realized that the short-term rental we have in Texas, which we were relying on for our living expenses here in El Salvador, was going to fail. <laughs> Pivoting from that was difficult, and we ended up losing somewhere between $20 to $30,000 on that investment, which was hard to stomach. But while that was happening, I learned a valuable lesson which is the value of having a house that is completely paid off. For most of us, our rent or mortgage is our biggest monthly expense, so there's something incredibly freeing about knowing you have a place that is entirely yours and you don't have to worry about making payments or missing payments or what will happen if you miss payments. The peace of mind this brings is hard to describe. So, number four, I'm very grateful we were able to buy this house in cash. And number five, the fifth and last thing I'm grateful for is simply being able to pick up our lives and move to a new place simply because we were curious about it. There was a lot that went into this, but really it comes down to financial freedom because without that, this would not have been possible, period. It's financial freedom that gave us access to the other four things I mentioned as well. Without financial freedom, we would not have been able to move abroad. We would not have been able to quit our full-time jobs. It would have been much harder to afford years of therapy to learn communication tools. And we would not have been able to pay off a house in full. Financial freedom makes everything easier. And I'm grateful that we prioritized it in our lives as early as possible. That brings me to my next point, which is how we did it. I cannot stress this enough Getting invested as quickly as possible is of the utmost importance because the most powerful thing about investing is compound interest. And compound interest needs time to work. In other words, compound interest needs time to help your money grow. That's what we did. We started investing in 2012. We began with the stock market, and once our investments grew, we used some of that money to buy our first house. While we were living in our first house, we continued investing every single month into the stock market. We eventually expanded into other asset classes too, like commodities, crypto, and starting our own businesses. Our investments kept growing, and we used money from those investments to put a down payment on a second house that we moved into, and we turned the first house into a rental so we could continue to gain equity on that house and also get some cash flow from our tenants' rent payments. As our investments continue to grow, we eventually quit our full-time jobs, sold the first house, and used the profits to pay off the house here in El Salvador and to buy other investments. Are you starting to see a theme here? It's investing. And then using profits from investments to do what? Buy more investments. I'm going to say this again. I cannot stress this enough. Getting invested as quickly as possible is of the utmost importance because the most powerful thing about investing is compound interest, and compound interest needs time to help your money grow. Now, you might be thinking, okay, I get it, I need to invest ASAP, but how do I actually do that, and isn't it risky? What if I lose all my money, or I'm not sure I have enough money or time to invest, to which I would reply, Number one, I have a straightforward 14-point checklist you can use to get started investing, and you can get it in the show notes at jessicatoller.com slash 033. Number two, the stock market has returned at an average of 10% since its inception, so in my opinion, it is not that risky if you have an emergency fund and if you are diversified. Number 3. If you are well diversified, meaning you have your money spread across a variety of different stocks and investments, and you lose all of your money, that would mean that many of the biggest companies in the country and or the world are failing at the exact same time, which although not impossible is unlikely and in that case we would have much bigger problems to worry about. And number 4, with regard to concern over time or money needed to invest. You can set up automated investing so that once it's set up, it literally takes none of your time, except if you want to update your preferences a few times a year. And as for money, $1 invested is better than $0. That simple truth is worth remembering. Here's the big picture. Investing is the key It's more risky to not invest because you know with 100% certainty that you are losing money every day to inflation, and once you start investing, you'll realize it's really not that big of a deal. I've learned investing is something we build up to become this big thing in our minds. It's kind of like the dishes. If you avoid them, they build up in the sink. They build and build, and it feels like this overwhelming chore when you finally decide to get around to them. But when you're done, you're like, hey, that wasn't so bad. So far this year, our investments have brought in over $79,000 on autopilot. What could that look like in your life? If you are even remotely interested in investing, which I really freaking hope you are, I highly encourage you to check out my one-page 14-point checklist for relaxed investors. This is the most simplified guide I've ever created that boils down how to get started with automated investing from start to finish. So even if you are not ready to invest right this second, this checklist provides a nice roadmap to show you the 14 actions you need to take from start to finish to go from where you're at right now to officially getting invested. Grab your copy of the Relaxed Investor's Checklist in the show notes at jessicatoller.com 033. Instead of asking what you've got to lose, I'd like to ask you this. What do you stand to gain? More freedom? More time to travel? To be with your loved ones? Maybe to watch your kids grow? Or even just more time to run out the door to catch an epic sunset? Whatever your desired life looks like, whatever your desired destination, I imagine financial freedom is your fast pass to getting there. And your fast pass to financial freedom? It's investing. Get started today with your 14-point relaxed investors checklist at jessicatoller.com slash 033. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Goodbye July podcast. And until next time, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to JessicaTobuller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.